0: No one likes to feel stuck, especially by your cloud. But the IBM cloud is the most open and secure public cloud for business. It can manage all your apps and data anywhere. Smart loves problems. IBM, let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash flexible.
1: This is The Sporting Life on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Here's Jeremy Schapp. The stars in the NBA are perhaps the biggest stars in the landscape of sports. In North America and beyond. And the man who joins us now takes care of some of the most valuable and talented and gifted athletes on the planet. His name is Rob McClanahan. He is a trainer, and his new book is Network. It's a play on words. Network, two words. Training the NBA's best and finding the keys to greatness. Rob, thank you for joining us.
0: Thanks, Jeremy. I really appreciate it.
1: Rob, you played uh, at Syracuse. You were walk-on at Syracuse 20 years ago. You're 40 years old now. W- what led you into training?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a valid question. It's a big reason I wrote this book because uh, I get questioned question every day. You know, why do these guys trust you? This guy from Rhode Island, walk-on. And I get it, right? It's, it's a pretty valid question. Uh, I don't know. You know, I think I started, you know, I used to work myself out all the time in high mm. school in Rhode Island, things like that. But then when I really got to Syracuse and saw – you know, Mike Hopkins is one one of my mentors, you know, with the workout stuff and, and just the way he would be working out guys like Jason r d Eton Thomas and 6am and getting in and sweating and bang. And banging, I really enjoyed it. And, and it was, I didn't even know, you know, development was kind of like that. And then after I graduated, I, um, I coached Seth Greenberg for a year in South Florida. And then I went on to intern at IMG Academy when the basketball Academy was just starting yep. every summer. Cause I was a teacher in Rhode Island. And, uh, I was amazed that you could actually work guys out for a living. It was <laughs> kind of cool, you know, and uh, you know, I just assumed it was, you know, the NBA teams, you know, the coaches that were doing it, but there wasn't in the offseason. And I uh, started working out kids, quite honestly, just 12-year-old, 14-year-old kids in Rhode Island, and kind of grew from there. And I got into ABCD camp and all that stuff. So it kind of just, just happened. I mean, it wasn't really someone I looked up to, and it was a template for it because it didn't exist really when I was, you know, 24, 24 25.
1: We're speaking with Rob McClanahan, the trainer to the NBA stars, among them Steph Curry, who wrote the foreword to his new book, Network, Training the NBA's Best and Finding the Keys to Greatness, Kevin Durant, Kevin Love, Derek Rose, Russell Westbrook. Um So you're dealing with some of the biggest stars in the game, obviously. You know, what happens when you don't have time for somebody who's not a big star? Do they take it personally?
0: Um. Yeah, it's only happened a few times and, and, and because I really try to make time for, for even the non-stars because, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of guys that, you know, weren't all-stars. I mean, Steph Curry was an all-star for four years, you know, and now look at him. So I, I always like the, the so-called underdog, and, and I actually like just watching anybody get better. Um, so, you know, my whole philosophy has always been you know, treat Kevin Durant like you would treat a G League guy. You know, it's the same workout, really. It's just maybe Kevin, you know, obviously does it better. So, um, yeah, there, there, there's been times, you know, there might be some hurt feelings, but all in all, I try to, I try to, you know, treat everyone the same, really. Whether he's 12 years old or Kevin Durant, honestly.
1: How much is the workout about specific things each guy is trying to achieve, and how much is just uh, a template for general success in basketball?
0: Yeah, I mean every guy is definitely and you know, obviously different. Um, so I go into the mindset every year, every off season. Let's you know, let's add maybe these two things to the to your game. Um, but also, my book philosophy is let's continue to work on your strengths. I think a lot of players, that, especially young age, they always work on their weaknesses, right, and they're not really what they're good at. And I think as you climb up to Division One and then NBA, um, you know, you, you really have to figure out what you're good at. And in the NBA, you really got to be great at one thing to really last in the NBA. Yeah. Um, so so with me, you know, Steph Curry is a good example of you know, just because he's a great shooter, right. doesn't mean you stop getting better at that. Right. You know, let's go, let's, let's go from 51% maybe to 53%. Um, you know, so, let's focus on really what you're good at and, and continue to work on your, you know, quote unquote weaknesses. But, uh, I think you can improve, you know, at the things that are already, you know, been great at for a long time, but yeah, there's definitely a template. I think this day and age, Jeremy, I mean, you know, there's no more like big man drills, you know, you're not really doing a lot of that stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's actually changed a lot since I started doing this, You know, now. A few summers ago, you know, I worked at Brooke and Robin Lopez and we shot a lot of three-pointers, you know, and I did that Mm pre-draft in 08, and it was everything in the post or the elbow, the most, you know. The game has
1: changed.
0: The game has changed, you know. It's just funny how I worked at Brooke and Robin, then we're 20 years old, and now they're, let's say, 30 or something, you know, 12th year in the league, and we're working on threes, and Brooke goes in and (laughs) one of the best three-point shooters in Milwaukee, and he goes from making a minimum to... I think it's 52 million or something you know so this day and age has definitely changed uh for the players and therefore for me you know you have six nine point guards you have six nine centers you know jay my green is playing center you know so I, I, I have to adapt to that a lot as well
1: we're speaking with rob mcclanahan the trainer to the nba's best players his new book is network training the nba's best and finding the keys to greatness and you know you're working these guys hard um as everybody knows their health means so much not only to themselves and their families but to the franchises basketball is the sport in which arguably you know a single great talent can make the biggest difference make the biggest impact change everything with that in mind i mean it, it must be um it must be nerve-wracking at times when you see a guy hurt himself while you're working him out where, you know, it's just every injury could have such big consequences. Right. Uh, and you've got to, you've got to, um, you've got to manage that fine line between getting everything you want and not working a guy out too much where he could get himself hurt. How do you manage that?
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, something I had to really learn early on, um, you know, and I got definitely got better at it as, as I continue to do this, but, um, you know, I got lucky early on. My first major group was Rose, Westbrook, and K Love, and they worked out together every day. And these are three of the hardest workers I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. So, uh, one thing I had to do with them was turn them down. And I've always said, I'd rather turn a guy down than turn him up. But, um, you know, there were times I had to say, listen, I'm giving the weekend off, not because I'm lazy. It's because I want to be able to go hard Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday next week. So, and I want your body to recover. And it's still. You know, June, let's say, you know, you're playing, you just played 82 games. You played maybe 90 games. You played the playoffs. So, um, every play is different the way you approach it, but you know, the, the days off, I always say is, is part of the training. That's, that's actually part of the schedule, your days off. And with me, I, I go an hour. I'm very efficient. Now it's not an easy hour, but it's very efficient. It's all game stuff. Some guys like Kevin Durant doesn't even want to want a water break. So he might be done in 50 minutes. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it's an efficient workout. Everything's game stuff. There's no gimmicks. You won't see me with 15 chairs out there and 10 cones. And uh, you know these workouts will change a little bit over time, but I, I still stick the game stuff. Uh, but a quick quick story about Russell. I gave him a Sunday off one time, and he, and he really wanted to work out on Sunday. I said, "We can't go. You need a day off. We've been going hard for three weeks." He goes, "All right, you're right, you're right." So an hour later, I get a call from uh, a guy up at UCLA. He said, "Your boy's up here working out." I'm like, "Who?" Russell with his father I'm like oh god you
1: know so some guys you just so it's a compulsion for some guys it is I mean like people who have to run six miles every day 10k every day regardless because it's more about the mental benefits and the you know the endorphins that it is about the benefits from the workout physically
0: yes yes definitely um yeah, that, that's like kind of their, their drug, you know. It's something they they just need to have and work out every every day. And, um, you know, KD is only great example. I mean, this, this guy would, he'd fly me in all the time, you know, during the season. We'd work out in season. And, mm-hmm. you know, we did a Nike tour in Europe a few years back. It was four cities. It was like Barcelona, Paris, Milan, and Rome. You'd think, you know, take vacation, chill out. But, no, I had to go with him because he wanted to work out every day. And we, we, we literally went every day. So it wasn't like we got over there and like, oh, let's just chill out. No. But that's why they're great. And, and you know, I always say, do those few workouts change your career? No. But if you add those up and you sprinkle them in over the course of 10 years, yeah, those those really do add up. And and that's why, listen, that's why these plays are great. It's not, it's not a coincidence.
1: And you're working on specific basketball skills. We're speaking with Rob McClanahan, uh, the trainer to the NBA Stars. His new book is Net Work, Training the NBA's Best, Finding the Keys to Greatness. But if you had advice for, you know, Let's say a high school player or um you know somebody who who you know is just a recreational player in terms of strength and you're doing basketball as I said, specific drills, mm-hmm. but if you're talking about nutrition getting more sleep um yeah. building strength what what's the most important thing to focus on
0: I mean, yeah, besides actual sports training, I think you just you just said it i think sleep and nutrition um, yes you, know, you know nutrition thing first of all is. It's huge for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, a lot of players I've trained in the past, so let's say we start a workout at noon, and they'll come in at you know, 1130 and say, what would you eat? Nothing yet. You know, so now they're, you know, they haven't eaten dinner last night. So it's very tough to do that. Now, we've all done it. We were 20 years old, so I get it. But, you know, I think the nutrition thing is huge now. We we know so much more now than we did in the 80s and 90s that you need to eat actually more. You know, and never forget, when Kevin Love really shredded his body, he went to a nutritionist and he was kind of scared because, you know, he didn't want to eat less. Right. You know, but the opposite was the response it was, no, you need to eat more. You know, obviously, of the right things, but it you know, it was, it was just kind of funny how he came back. He said, no, he wants to eat actually more. You know, five, six times a day, not three. So he was all pumped up and he ended up shredding his body. So the other one is sleep, definitely. I mean, every team now has a sleep doctor uh, and they study Amazing. it. I know, like, like the Warriors after the finals a few years back or after they played Memphis in the Westcomers finals or something, they um, they would stay in Memphis. And I think in the past they would fly back right after the game, you know, uh, but now they stay and they fly back at a good rest and fly back in the morning. So uh, little rhythms. things you learn. Yeah. Yeah. Rhythms. And, you know, and I remember talking to one of the doctors and talking about napping and he said, you know, I teach, take 15, 20 minute naps or two hours. Cause that hour you're not deep enough. You know, the 15, you get a nice little power one. Two hours, you get deep enough. The hour one, you wake up more tired. You know, so things that oh, yeah. you don't realize, you know. I'm a guys, big fan of doing. napping.
1: I know exactly what you mean, Rob.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, <laughs> yeah, we, we know so much more now, and you know, about days off. And listen, I know NBA guys and fans don't like the guys taking days off, but sometimes they have to. I think if Larry Bird knew that in the 80s, he might have not ran three miles after a game, <laughs> you know, like, right. you know, so
1: we messed up his back. Maybe it would have been yeah. better for him. Yeah, exactly. You know, shots. we just
0: know more now. That's all it is. And it's facilities are being built. The smoothie bars, there's, you know, cryo chambers, you know, it's, it's just, it's really, really different guys are now you know, recovering at home, watching TV for an hour. You know, you know? it
1: used to so, be that you could be in the NBA and not be, you know, uh, like a superstar Ironman triathlete type. I mean, the, right. most, the, you know, there, there were guys who would huff and puff coming up and down the court. You know, we don't have to yeah, name right, names. Right. That's not possible anymore, right? At the pace no, of the games played. No. The,
0: the pace of the game, you know, the way that the, the rules have changed where you can't really guard anybody anymore, um, right. you know, and, and, and just the, the, the volume of shooting and the up and down. No, you can't. And you might be able to get through 40, 50 games, but. There's no way if you don't take care of your body and, and and you know every single day to do this over the course of 15 years is going to be impossible. But if you look at these guys in college, even high school now, I mean, I just did Steph Curry's top 30 camp in uh, Oakland last month, and uh, you know top 30 place in the country in high school, and they, they, they're grown men. You know, it's just I, I I don't know where's you know Del Curry, but you know I'll stand with him. He I was standing there like he's looking at me like what what is this? Like these guys like. It's protein ridiculous. shakes.
1: It's all protein yeah, shakes. Yeah. These
0: kids are fifteen years old. They're doing windmills <laughs> off two feet. You know, it's just it doesn't make sense. It's like where's this gonna end? Uh, you know, so it's a good question. It's definitely changed, yeah.
1: Well, he is the man the stars turn to to make them superstars. His name is Rob McClanahan and his new book is Network Training the NBA's best and finding the keys to greatness. Rob, it's always a pleasure to hear Rhode Island accent on this show. Thank you for having joined (laughs) us. I love it. Thanks, Jeremy. I'm Jeremy Schaap, and you can listen to new editions of The Sporting Life every Saturday and Sunday morning on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, beginning at 6 a.m. Eastern time.